All right, what's up, guys? And we are back with another episode of It's, it's a, a Hang Thing. thing. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. We're back with another one and a studio here. Um, glad to finally uh, get to sit down with uh, this guy. Super awesome dude. Great dancer, by the way. Uh, we have JJ in studio. Half a demon, brother. What's up? Thank you for having me. Hey, anytime, brother. When when <laughs> when Joan scheduled it, she was like, "Oh, you're gonna do a podcast with JC." I didn't know your name. Yeah. We met up at the uh, fire truck event that I hosted right. uh, a couple days ago, and I uh, hosted the the group did an amazing job, an amazing mm -hmm. performance. Um, so I never really got his name. All he all uh, talks comes out. He came up. He gave me. The, he, I was like, okay, this is where you set up your part. This is where you set up your music. Just talk with the DJ. Blah blah. And that was it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I never really got to, to to you know to to really talk to him then. But now, great opportunity to get to sit down with you. So JJ, thank you so much. Um, thank you, dude. Um, just want to say uh, before you know everything. Awesome job. What you're doing over there at Talentbox. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, so let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, let's take it back in time, man. Yeah, let's start with your roots. Uh, what at what age did you start, and what what initially? Um, made you want to get into dancing you know was it was that a school show or did you just want to do it no nah, really um my father a, was a break dancer back in the day nice so i was actually a baseball player and um, my siblings and i were all actually in baseball and then um we kind of started the street dance group for a little bit didn't really last too long and then um i think it was the jabwalkies concert that the talent box was one of the big sponsors that. for yeah so i of course i hit up that concert and i was watching the talent box and so i told my parents i want to you know i want to join a studio now you know i want to try and take it seriously so right after that i just kind of like dropped the baseball gloves and put on the dancing shoes full time wow. so since then it's been very all dance basically nice and around what age was that i was eight years old at the time yeah wow okay and how long were you playing baseball about four to five years wow yeah. all right so were you originally were was your passion baseball or uh, were you kind of venturing into other things originally yeah baseball was the only thing that i was doing at the time it was really nothing looking forward to but um, what also got me really inspired that triggered the whole hip-hop thing for me was when Chris Brown's first video run it came out in 05 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was watching that on cable and I was like, you know what? I think this is this is the one that's awesome, <laughs> man All right, so from then uh, Would you jumped into talent box or were you with another company? No, I was at talent box was actually the official first company that I was with Oh, yeah. so that is his home. Yeah, and now they raised you, you know, Pretty you grew much, up yeah. there and now you now you're the one teaching the stuff yep. So how was it uh, starting there? You know, obviously, personally, I would be very intimidated. That's that's just how I am. If I'm walking into this, you know, new studio, you see these people that are maybe, you know, more seasoned or whatever mm -hmm, it is. Right. You know, how was it when you first started over there? For sure. I mean, when I started in Talent Box, it was, um, they called it the teens class. Because at mm -hmm. the time, I was a preteen, maybe 12 years old. And then... Um, yeah, it just kind of grew slowly but fast. I don't know if that makes sense, but it was like I started in one class and then I got jumped up to the travel company, which is the one that goes off island. Wow. And then wow. about a year or two years later, um, I was offered to teach one class, which was an open class to all different ages. And then from there, um, my boss and I were talking about, you know, we should teach you should teach this class now. Let's try this. Let's go venture more into what you can really do and build your skills. So from there, she kind of she helped me a lot with all my classes. So. Nice. Yeah. And how was uh, the whole process? You know, uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what kind of what kind of dance did you start off with? 
uh, breakdancing. Breakdancing. Okay, so I'm pretty sure you you got some pointers from your dad. Yeah, and something like that. Was a lot it of kind pointers. of something that he tried to get you interested in before, or was it like, oh, finally, like he he's he found this other passion, like we can talk about this, and you yeah. know, um, how, what was your dad's role? Because obviously, you know, it started from home. Right. For for him, it was all about breakdancing. Truthfully, it was never the never hip hop was never really in the mm-hmm. mindset of it. He really he truly wanted us to be all breakdancers like him. But um, I guess him seeing that I was really in, into it and passionate about wanting to learn hip hop itself was he he truly supported it with the rest of my family. And from there, it just kind of grew. And he kind of he just like saw me growing throughout the years. So oh, that's great. Um, so let's talk about. Because you talked about um, the the slow process, where I mean, not really slow process, but you f- for because you said you started at like a beginner class, like right? Thing, and then they, they, you jump from there to the travel the travel company. Yeah, mm-hmm. that me- that to me is I'm thinking you learn fast. Yeah, it's like he's badass. <laughs> man. His daddy's a dancer. His brother's so a dancer. Picked, he picked things it's up in his blood at the top, and he was like, "Yo, boom, boom, boom." Next thing you know. Your travel company um, was it? Because with breakdancing, it takes a lot of practice. It takes you have to learn the routines, and then I think the the key thing is to practice and practice. Always, yeah. So, what was your practice um, like when you first started? Were you like just okay? I'm just gonna practice, you know, one or two routines, and I'm gonna go back to homework, or go play back, or play baseball, or just go do other things. Or were you like, no, I'm just gonna do when I get home, and we get it down to you know to, to every detail. You know what I'm saying? Truthfully, when I first started, like for talent box, I, I would say, um, it wasn't a serious, serious thing for me mm-hmm. to constantly want to practice, practice, practice. Mm-hmm. It definitely was, uh, it definitely was serious for me. Like I did love dance already at the time, but it didn't get too serious until, for me at least, until I started teaching classes where I'm like, you know what, I got to start really mm-hmm. taking this process more than serious and like learn other skills, um, watch other people get involved with other dance studios kind of like look at everybody around me on guam mm-hmm. you know guam's so small with the dance mm-hmm. community so it was definitely hard but with the help of a lot of our choreographers that we brought out t- to guam to the studio it kind of helped me develop a lot of skill and i've learned so much from a lot of them and yeah it, it just it's a never-ending process mm-hmm. for me like up to this very day i'm still trying to learn different styles right. different techniques so so you are clearly an example of the student becoming the teacher how mm-hmm. was it you know going into that first class of obviously you know how it is to walk in as a student mm-hmm. you got the jitters but uh-huh. to, to lead a whole team how was that like it was nerve-wracking like um i was completely nervous i was so scared but the thing about um rayla from the talent box she was very pushy like she was mm-hmm. like in a positive way you know mm-hmm. she was a very pushy lady with like no you can do it i know you can do it i'm just like <laughs> i'm very scared like you mm-hmm. know i was i started teaching at the age of 16 so oh, it wasn't whoa. it wasn't really a like big for me i, I was still like learning every single thing on mm-hmm. how to teach how to become a teacher you know how to work with kids different ages so it, it was hard at first but then you know with the help of a lot of the talent box moms my mamas and like my family of course and the students themselves like they motivated me to you know you can do it like you know i know you're because i would always i'm always honest when i'm teaching like you know i'm very nervous mm-hmm. guys i'm in my first class please if I, if I stutter please or if i choke please um give me a shot you know i see but <laughs> i i feel like when people especially those that are whether it's a professor or mm-hmm. just someone giving a presentation if they're in the front I can appreciate that sense of vulnerability because it's like, okay, I'm pretty sure not everyone in the room is like, 
I got this. Let's yeah. go. I'm ready to go. You know, you have those those nerves that are there. So I, I think that's great that you're you're able to connect and level with them. You know, just mm-hmm. just honesty. Be like, you know, what? it's okay. We're gonna mess up. And, you know, that's why we're here. We're, we're here right. to learn and exactly. to grow in, in this art form. That's really cool. Um, how have your interactions been with your with your students? Oh, man, it's it's grown tremendously. Like I've built relationships with relationships with a lot of my students, if not all my students. And, you know, like it's more or less like a thing where when we're in studio, it's like instructor student. Then we're outside it's like big mm-hmm. brother and little sister. Oh, right, that's you know? awesome. It's become a it's, they're like we're a family. Yeah, for real. definitely. Yeah. And I gotta say, um, I don't know. If, I don't think if you've ever seen, and like, I can, and I can say from experience, since from seeing this, you know, seen in, in person, real life. Yeah. and mm-hmm. you see how these kids and they're there, they're ready. They know the routine. They know what mm-hmm. to do, and you can hear them call their parts. And that was it. That was a, that was a part. I was like, oh my god! Like I've <laughs> never because I've, I've I've hosted. Uh, dance groups but every time I introduce them I'm always at the side of the stage mm-hmm. I was right there next to them so I can hear them call their parts like yo yo who's this part who's got that side I don't even want I don't even know what you call it but to me it sounded like that I'm like yo uh, like Ty remember you got you know got that side using all this lingo yeah so I was I was just there like yo and these are like little the little kids little, little, the, the, the little girls so like, cute with their so talented man they know their thing and honestly I saw the whole thing and I'm like hey they had a great teacher I'm like wow How, like that is just awesome and it's uh, it's awesome to see you know the, the, the older kids come in and do their routines because they already they know it down but when you see the, the younger kids come oh, through there's a, there's a so certain spirit in that awesome. and they know they're serious about this they're like yeah. yo I know what to do and I'm not going to mess up. And that's like, right. the cool thing about it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's really, uh, that is definitely something to uh, to to know, recognize too. Uh, when you see these young children, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you, you and you started at, what age was it again? Eight. Eight years old. Right. And, you know, sometimes younger. And they you see this fire in them mm-hmm. where they want to be awesome at mm-hmm. what they're doing. And the fact that you're helping cultivate that talent in them is is amazing because you. you you end up getting many more people like yourself or you know if it you know Brian Esperon or mm-hmm. Cami Agrola right. you know you have all these people that have been dancing since they were young kids mm-hmm. and you see them grow in in the community and for them to to go off island you know I know Cami's been to Vegas mm-hmm. and has do- done all these other seminars too and like you said it's the dance community on Guam is pretty tight knit, right. and so it's really great that you all try to learn off of each other. You know, it's not there's not really a cattiness. I mean, right. I don't know if there yeah. is, you know. <laughs> um, but I mean, from what you what you've said, it's really just learning this art form and trying to trying to help each other. You know, boost boost that up. Right. Um, let's talk about some of um, some of your travels because obviously dancing has taken you abroad. Right. Uh, <laughs> how was your first trip? What where was it at? My first trip was um, to LA. It was to Ooh. California. Yeah, it was called the Pulse Dance Convention. Okay. Yeah. I was I think I want to say twelve. Um, it was basically it's basically a convention where you go there and a variety of a, line, a sick lineup of instructors, choreographers mm-hmm. from around the world, like different famous choreographers that. You teach like you learn maybe eight five to eight classes in one day, and then Ooh, like of course wow. our there's a half of the show was like a competition, then half of it was like a showcase. Whoa, okay. Um, and so we showcased 
and it was a really great experience um they gave out scholarships like during the classes they would scout out from to different oh that's kids. awesome like and imagine it's a room like 300 to 400 kids in one time at one mm -hmm. time so like people would fight to go to the front just to like try, try right. and get mm -hmm. noticed so we all got our got our numbers on our chest and just pinned up and so it was really really crazy i mean i i got a scholarship the first year i went Nice. And so basically the scholarship got me like to go again next year for free to take classes again. Mm -hmm. And so from there, um, the group Talent Box, we just started scouting out different um, dance conventions, different competitions around the world. And we've been to Hawaii. We've did World of Dance in Hawaii. We've um, been to Vegas a couple of times now. Last year we just came back from Vegas. Um, we've been to... California again. Uh, Philippines, we just did a lot of training in Philippines as well. Nice. And so, yeah, I just, we're still continuing to look up different core, um, competitions around the world. Yeah. What What keeps you going? What What made you fall in love with it? Man, truthfully, I, I gotta say, aside from, of course, Chris Brown's video, mm -hmm. uh, honestly, that's the only thing that really triggers in my head. Every time people mm -hmm. ask me, it's like, man, when I saw that video, when I saw him killing it and with his dance moves and his singing, it's like, damn, I wanna be a dancer too. But other than that, honestly, it's my students, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, my kids come and go. I have seasonal dancers. I have a lot of kids that are like, you know, I can only dance for this amount of time and then I can come back next time. Mm -hmm. But it's really them that keeps me going, aside from my family and the moms that I work with in the studio and the different people that support me. Um, my kids really just, they always come to me like during mm -hmm. their good and bad days. They mm -hmm. always like ask me, what can I work on? And you know, at the same time too, for me, I look at it as like, I'm learning from them as they're mm -hmm. learning from me. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like a, I'm their teacher. I'm like, I, yeah. I learn from everybody who right. I teach too. So it's a win-win for everybody. That's awesome. And um, let's talk about, I want, I want to throw this one in. Um, you're an instructor now. Correct. But before you were an instructor, who were some of the, aside from Chris Brown. Right, right. Love Chris Brown. Right. We all love Chris Brown. He can sing, he can dance. He's got, yeah. that guy used to, to look up to Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. He loved, mm -hmm. so that's where it, that's where Chris Brown came out of people he, and that inspired him. But yeah. who inspired you? Um, well, I guess not locally for now. I would say MJ, of course, Michael Jackson, oh, yeah. um, Jason Derulo. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> Uh, not, I don't want to see Justin Bieber, but <laughs> um, hey man, man you can see Justin right? Bieber. <laughs> um, man, there's some, but I, locally though, on Guam, I would have to say Noel Santos Jr. was mm -hmm. a big influence oh on God. me. Um, Brian S. Braun, of course, and then a lot of our off island instructors like um, Wilde Beast, and Janelle from LA, um, Tanika from Australia, Lawrence Kaiwai. Um, we recently brought out this guy named Rory. Mm -hmm. um he just taught he taught us for a week did some mm -hmm. workshops workshops with him and he he kind of helped me a lot with my textures and, and dance and his style is just very unique and so i kind of floated into that and so he helped me a lot and there's just other there's so many mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. so we've we are getting to know jj you know as as a choreographer but i want to dive a, a bit a bit deeper um you know what were some of maybe some of the adversities that you faced you know was there maybe you had an injury or was there a time where you were doubting like this is not I, I don't know if I'm still in love with it as I was before or you know was there anything along the journey that made you kind of question there were so many of those moments mm -hmm. um I'm more than sure I'm not the only one that has gone through mm -hmm. that but truthfully I've had a lot of those moments where 
I just wanted to like walk out of my class and like give, mm-hmm. and it has nothing to do with the students, mm-hmm. you know. It's like like sometimes it can be about a personal family life or like mm-hmm. you know just for me it's like is this really what I want at the moment, you know? Like I had those days, but again, it's the students. It's it's like kind of like I had to find self motivation too. And then sometimes I would like go running and just listen to different kinds of new music, new, new tracks to like try and see, oh, maybe I can dance to this. And then I start freestyling. And then next, you know, I just head back to the studio and be like, you know what? I can do this. Forget it. Let's just do this. I'm not going to stop anymore. Uh, how would you say dancing has served you? Uh, you know, obviously, whether it was as, you know, a, a form of expression or therapy, you know, why, why should people be more open minded or just give it a try? I think it's free. Dancing is like, you, it's free of like your self-expression. Like if mm-hmm. you're, if you're that type of kid, like for me, I don't like um, interviews, obviously. <laughs> um, but, Hi, welcome <laughs> to the podcast. Right? Like for me, like this is, this is like chill for me because okay. there's no camera, but right. in terms mm-hmm. of like, I, I don't like being recorded a lot in mm-hmm. terms of me being spoken to, but when it comes to like dancing, it's like a, I'm a whole different person. A lot of people say like I'm really shy and um, I'm to myself a lot. I'm not really a, mm-hmm. a social person. But then when I'm dancing, it's like I can speak whatever I want. And I can hit any move. I I kind of like give a give a, like a a statement or something. Mm-hmm. That that's your language. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it it helped me a lot. Like um, when I'm stressed out, I kind of I dance. When I'm pissed off, I dance. Like I let everything out mm-hmm. emotionally. It just takes over me. But at the end of the day, it's like, man, it's it's worth it for me. You know, it, it keeps, um, to me, it helps me realize that dancing is one of um, a way to keep kids off the streets, keep like kid, very, kid, keep kids much. in a positive, keep them active, you know, very positive environment, friendly environment, family environment, and to help them grow into learning something that they would eventually love mm-hmm. and continue to take with them. And then when they leave, eventually when they leave the studio, they want to continue to pursue that dream and go further with it. Um, for me... In 2015, I want to say there was um, Skip Entertainment brought out the, these choreographers, Will and Janelle, like I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. and um, there was this dance workshop that they hosted, and obvi- of course I went because I'm a huge fan of them, and uh, I got noticed in the class, and so Will and Janelle pulled me to the side, and we were talking in terms of there's they had this convention that they wanted to start off in that year, mm-hmm. and it was called the Build a Beast Experience, experience and okay. so. Later on, when they left, it was during summer that it was happening. Okay. So later on, before it was hap- or before it was happening, they threw out a scholarship and they wanted to do a dance contest. So this dance contest was to basically um, do the exact same routine that Will has taught. That was one of his biggest hits. That was so f- it was well known around the world. Mm-hmm. So it was to learn the routine, post the routine, and of course the one with the um, they would, of course, vote on it. Um, the team would vote on it and there was about over 1500 entries wow yeah so it's like it's just a video in um insert like that you just post up on your instagram or social media and uh out of 1500 i was very lucky to win first place wow. so yeah so that's awesome f- first place got me a full paid scholarship so hotel every, yeah, uh, everything dude. was paid for yeah and where was this where was this um, in re- la in wow. burbank in la wow. yeah and this was their first um convention and he had like one like the most top choreographers in the lineup there and it was sick it was like a so it was a six-day event so from monday through friday it was like five days of in, of intense training learning mm-hmm. from different choreographers different styles not just hip-hop so it was yeah. a it was a really good opportunity and then on the sixth day it was an audition to be part of the amabees company which is in la as well mm-hmm. Damn. and so the same day that i auditioned i made it in and it was just a really overwhelming but exciting moment like mm-hmm. you know a at the time, it was like, 
at first I was like, man, I have no family because I went by myself. You mm-hmm. know, like um, I had no family. You know that feeling of like homesick. Yeah, homesick. and then I the fact the that you get so like, man, I I got all this. I want everything, but then my but family still, wasn't there. But you know, yeah, it still felt like I was home because the love and support that I had from everybody here in Guam was so. That's, it was there right. and mm. like you know even like kids that I don't even teach um, parents that I don't even know like they'll say my son my daughter looks up to you you know keep doing what you do it's wow. just it helps me a lot to push mm-hmm. you know That's so really from there um, I, I, t- I took a small step in moving in 2016 to LA to try it out you know test the waters and whatever and um, I auditioned to be a part of this agency called MSA and Will, of course, being one of my huge mentors, like, you know, he helped me get in. He said, you know what, you need to audition. Let's get you signed so that we can, you know, get more jobs and whatever. And so he did, and I got signed. And so um, from there, it just, it, my career started building more and more and more. Did a lot of gigs with him, met a lot of celebrities, whatnot. And then I came back in 2017 to um, teach the studio again. So I'm kind of like traveling back and forth, trying to figure out where exactly yeah. I want to set myself but for right now, I'm I'm, st- I'm here in Guam teaching talent box, and kids are killing it. We're continuing to travel around, you know, That's competitions really and whatever. Yeah. How was how was your first uh, year out in LA? Because the big big city. Um, yeah, like uh, what do you say? Like, honestly, it's it's a it's huge. It's definitely city. not yeah. Guam. You're an island boy. You're out there by yourself. For real. So how was it? Was just, I'm pretty sure the experience is just crazy. Crazy. Um, busy, uh-huh. expensive, yeah, scary, <laughs> uh, scary, very scary, very like you said, homesick. Mm-hmm. Very, it's so different. The for me, I want to say the biggest one for me will be busy. Like it's like a constant. Um, every morning, like what, when I would wake up, it was like there's already loud, loud noises outside. Like people are constantly mm-hmm. on the go. Like traffic is the worst mm-hmm. in LA. So. I would say, yeah, it's pretty busy. It was, it was definitely crazy, life-changing. Um, getting used to, you know, on Guam, it's like you can leave your house like 10 minutes before you go to work and you'll make it. But like mm-hmm. there's like, I would have gigs in San Diego that I would like, have to travel two and a half hours just together. Oh so it's like, time timing was like very awkward for me and right. kind of like scary. Because you're like, dude, back home, I just brought this through at 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll just like, like a whole hour to get right? to, yeah, to get to this crazy. Oh, man. Yeah. That's but, really crazy. Um, yeah, I want to I want to know more about that. You know, um, how was it adapting? Uh, because f- first and foremost, I mean, when I think LA, I, I like you said, I think expensive. Oh yeah. So how how did you were you were you building up a, sa- a saving before you entered, or mm. was it just all right? Let's we're going, we're doing the company and all this. Well, b- before I left, I did build up a savings. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of support with um, the studio and my family and, of course, a lot of people that looked up to me. Um, I did fundraisers, you know, just for mm-hmm. the big move. Mm-hmm. And then when I went there, um, I actually had um, an aunt and uncle that lived in San Diego. Okay. Was oh, yeah. that was good to have family. Yeah. So I, uh, the travel back and forth with that was kind of crazy. So I kind of, like, stayed in San Diego for a bit. And then I found um, a studio to work for in San Diego as well. So I was kind of w- um, working with the studio for about maybe six months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, training them and then helping them with their competitions and then traveling back to LA. So that was kind of like my bread and butter at the time, just teaching at that one studio. Yeah. And were you uh, were you also going to school out there or was it all all dance? No, honestly, it was just basically dance classes every single day. Um, there's in Burbank, there's this uh, one area where the different dance schools are mm-hmm. there. Different like walking distance too, like. Um, I would see a lot of uh, kids, teenagers, and adults even like take one class at this time, then walk to the next studio to take. Wow. take yeah, it was wow. crazy. Like, so I was like, wow, I want to try this out. So I would literally 
every day it kind of got normal for me to like feel regular there in mm-hmm. that area so i would know where each studio was at and just to see the, the same people like you know what they're hungry for this yeah. like it's it's definitely not just like a dance class they like try it to prove like they can do it and from there they get scouted from different choreographers that bring in other um surprise celebrities in the studios and it just kind of builds off from there all right so um so you went out there um how long did you stay out there for about almost a year and a year and a half. And, a half. Yeah. and all you all you're doing was just you know of, doing your yeah. the, the dance school and then eat, yeah. sleep, drink. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so um, you came back and now you're just pretty much um, doing you're teaching and mm-hmm. just uh, town box. What, what's what's the what's the future like? I want to see what do you the, or the students that you're teaching. Mm-hmm. What's what's the what do you want for the future for for them or for you or. Or what do you want to see? Um, your what students? is your yeah. legacy? <laughs> and what is the ultimate goal? Well, my goal, truthfully, my goal is to just, I want to see them grow all the way. Like for me, like mm-hmm. I, I still talk to the, my choreographers like Brandy J. That, mm. uh, Brandy J. Um, oh, that's right. She was. Yeah, she was my very first choreographer. Yeah. So yeah, she was my very first teacher. And up like up to this day, I still like try to keep in touch with her. Like you know, um, say what's up, whatever. But what I'm trying to say is, I want my kids to grow with me until either I can't dance anymore, like until I'm like completely gone, and they can take over helping mm-hmm. the studio. You know, kind of like pass it on generations. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. just keep the legacy in the studio going. Um, there's really no expectations I have from them, but to just like push, keep pushing, keep striving, keep accelerating. Like I want, sometimes I even tell them I want them to be better than me. Like, you know, I don't know how else I can explain that it to them. That would be the goal. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't want you to like to look at me and be like, I want to be like you. I want to be better than you. Like in a positive yeah. way, you know, like take all my um, criticism and my statements and just like, you know what, and imply it in all the dance moves and just let loose, like be free, like just dance. If there was, if there's anything you want to leave behind for your students, what would it be? Just to remember that it's not just um, dance moves. It's like it's passion. It's it's something that you love. It's not just because for me, I told my kids like it didn't turn out just to, it was it was just a job at first. But like now, I don't mm-hmm. even consider dancing a job for me when I teach the students. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's my I wake up and like you said, eat, sleep, drink, dance. That's like great. it's not a job anymore. I don't even consider it a job. It's like it's what I want to do for it's the rest life. of my life. Exactly. That's a great example of really making a career out of what you love doing. See, when, when you fall into what you, what your passion is, it's no longer like, oh my gosh, I got to get this done yeah. and all this kind of stuff. Obviously, you would have those times where it's like, oh my gosh, we need, we need yeah. to get this done. But it's the good you know? stress, you know? Yeah. It's like, it feels it's good. It's the like, motivation yeah, exactly. to, to get it. That's that's amazing. I shoot, I'm inspired. Wow, <laughs> that's really great. It's always good to be. Um, I think inspiration is one of those things. It's key mm-hmm. to um, moving, uh, not moving on, but it, it's key to, to keep things going. Right. You know, when you when you're inspired, you want to do mm-hmm. something different. You want to you want to make a change. Um, what I, what I see now, what I think I want, and I think I've I've, I've always told people or, or podcast people who come through is Guam is small. Right. It's a dot on the map. But what I've always wanted, and I see if you guys have gone out there. Right. That's good. But mm-hmm. I just want to see, I just want to see, I, I know, uh, all the, the dance groups on island, the talent box, uh, skip. I want that stage. I'm tired of just, you know, just going out there to perform on small stage. Yeah. I'm talking like big stage. I'm mm-hmm. talking like world of dance stage. Mm-hmm. 
you know, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. literally uh, coming down to its last and final episodes mm-hmm. of uh, the the recent um, the recent um, season. So I think that would be an awesome thing. And I think you guys, and I think, dude, I, we always say this: Guam has so yes. much talent. I think it just sure. takes that push of. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are just scared to leave or scared yeah. to make that jump. I'm pretty sure you were terrified, Definitely. you know. Um, but one thing that I that I have said too is the biggest risk in life is to take no risk at all. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, despite knowing knowing how LA is, knowing the traffic, it's completely different from Guam finances, all all this kind of stuff. Right. But you're like, screw that. You're mm-hmm. doing this for you. You're doing it because you love to do something. And I think when you find that passion and drive to get bigger and better at what you're good at, that's that's the greatest thing you can do. And look look at you, you know, uh, putting that fear aside and just going out and doing it. You've made a career out of it. Right. And I think that's that's very admirable. That's so amazing. Thank and to you. learn all of that and instead of, just stay there and just like, okay, I'm going to do me. You're like, you mm-hmm. know what? No, I'm going to take this, this talent, mm-hmm. this gift and share it. And I think that's yes. the part I love about that. If you came back and you were like, you gave back to the, exactly. the the awesome and super talented kids over there at Townbox. Thank you so much. Good stuff, my brother. Uh, if there's anything you want to say to those who are either doubting their capability or, you know, or if there's people out there that maybe want to try to do it, what would you have to say to them? The only way to f- find out is if you try. Absolutely. You know, um, I have a lot of kids that I've done career days for at different schools where they they come up to me. They're like, I don't I don't think I know how to dance. I'm like, you know, anybody can dance. You know, everybody that has, says that they have two left feet. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I had two left feet at one point, you know, but it's just give it a shot, you know, because you never know. Like if you try it and then it's not for you. That's just not your passion and it's not something you want to do then you can always find something else mm-hmm. yeah. you know yeah just, I think with w- w- that is a really good thing to to tell because that then they're like okay okay let me just go try yeah. this out let me just try it knife fan yeah <laughs> so um wow that's crazy I think um that just leaves us with our last questions to you uh so uh, as I as I prepped you, <laughs> I I've done this a few times on the other podcasts where I completely <laughs> forgot to prep them on the question. So I was like, I need to make sure I, I tell you, um, one word to describe yourself. Man, um, I'm very humble. Yeah. Um, I say that because I, when it comes to dance, you know, a lot of times, pe- um, like the, your me- our mentors will tell us like, you know, when you're on the dance floor, just let like just go for it mm-hmm. like don't give a crap who's around you just like dance and to me it's like i'm a complete different person when mm-hmm. i'm on the dance floor like people mm-hmm. say and then when i'm off the floor it's like you know i don't i kind of sometimes don't not that i don't like like being praised for my students but it's like when my kids tell me you're so good yeah, i'm, I'm like, a mom nah, now man you're like nah, stop nah, it's okay <laughs> but yeah I, I would say humble like i just don't mm-hmm. i don't constantly go around saying like you know i'm, I'm the baddest or like yeah. i want to be the baddest i'm better than i've been right. to la i've right? gotten like, this nah, and that, like, that to me i feel like i'm still learning i'm still going i'm right. still growing there's no limit absolutely you know? so. i think the moment that you tell yourself oh, i've learned it all yeah. and you stop trying <laughs> to learn that's that's the end man yeah. life is about learning and expanding and mm-hmm. you never stop doing that exactly so I, I think that's definitely great and definitely a good point you know when i walked in i was like Oh, he's, he seems really quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna loosen like up. I said, on this. Like when he's doing his dancing, like from mm-hmm. what I saw, like when he's dancing, I'm like, 
yeah, I don't want to mess with that guy. <laughs> off, when he's done with the routine, he's like, hey, what's up, brother? I'm like, oh, okay, all right, wait. Totally different guy. Like, okay. This is like the cool guy, like the nice guy. But then guess what he said? When he's out there, he's doing him. He's expressing. He has to like do what he has to do. And I think that's the different. It tells the difference between the, the, the two, the dancer and the, the teacher. I would absolutely love to see you and JJ in a dance circle. Just <laughs> yeah, to yeah, see yeah. how that really Because really Vic, Vic has like no shame when it comes to it. So I want to just see oh what God. he would come <laughs> back with. All right, JJ. Also, uh, a fun fact about yourself, man. You have a very interesting life. I really like your story. And I love that your drive and your passion is really what what you live mm-hmm. for uh yeah sorry tell us a fun fact about yourself i'm just like wow i'm i'm fun i'm fact. loving it <laughs> man fun fact like with dance or it can either be, be with anything, dance it can like, be like a weird talent you have maybe a scary or funny embarrassing event fun that fact, happened truthfully i love baking yeah we have like, it aside from the dancing i'm just like you know when i'm at home i i truly just like i always watch all these food things oh my gosh same baking stuff so i'm like man i want to get up and try this so i experience here and there i'm not a pro at it yet but i even if i mess up i'm like you know what i want to do it again okay see that works out because you <laughs> like baking and i love eating so you where <laughs> you're where you're right? watching videos at home of people making food i'm literally watching people eat the food i'm a i i love watching mukbangs that's that's a fun fact about me man there you go <laughs> okay and one more thing what is one thing you have to do before your time is up wow it's a strong question <laughs> before my time is up hmm is there anyone you want to work with there's so many people i want to work with <laughs> <laughs> um before my time is up i just really want to make sure that man i don't know if this, if this will answer it but before my time is up i want to make sure that i fulfill the people that I want to work with, the students that I want to make sure, I want to see grow. Mm-hmm. Um, my family. Like I just the, got goosebumps. <laughs> I got quiet in here. <laughs> the, my kids that I want to see grow with me, I want to make sure that before my time's up that I'm satisfied with where they're at, where mm-hmm. I'm at with my life, whether it is working with the people that, I'm, that I want to work for or my dream celebrities that I want to work with, like um, choreog- do choreography for or just dance next to. I want to make sure that whether or not those happen that in dance period that I'm left with, I'm chill. I'm cherry. Yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is it. You know, like, I'm satisfied. Oh, man. Well, thank you so much for dropping by, JJ. Of course. Loved getting guys. to know you. And you are you seem like such an awesome guy. And, I mean, obviously, I think if there's anything people can do is really just to learn from your example, learn from your footsteps, you know. Uh, just jump in. Try something new. If you fall in love with it, if that's something you want to pursue, screw all the negativity yep. screw the fear Put that just aside. go and do yep. it just do just it just do it man <laughs> <laughs> alright so JJ thank you so much and again guys out there if you haven't seen Talent Box perform go and watch their next performance cause yeah see. okay so what was the number again and also where can people follow you sure um so the number for the studio is 475-8269 um I do have Instagram at JJBCruise and Facebook as well JJCruise and then of course the studio has their own Instagram the Talent Box so yeah, I can find all of all of our information there. Um, yeah. All right. Anyways, JJ, thank you, thank you so, so much. much thank you guys so much. I will definitely see you on the next dance floor. Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go, guys. That pretty much wraps up another episode it, of it. It's, it's a, a hang, hang thing. thing. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Bye.